Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, January 11th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Well, Ashley, it was well, a Matt. big day on Tuesday. Lots of news, lots of yeah. big news that we already talked about was probably going to be happening fairly soon. <laughs> knew it entirely, yeah. Yeah, but... That is one of the great things about listening to Broadway Radio. You hear about these things before they are officially announced in a lot of cases. Because we, we simply can't shut our mouths when it comes to rumors or stuff I, that we know before news is announced. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah. if I'm if I'm sworn to secrecy, I will not say anything. Yeah, but if yeah. I'm not, I've got a freaking microphone in my office and I'm going to just talk That's into true. it At least all one. the time. Yeah, uh, uh, one, my second one is in the closet. But yeah, ah. um, so and then I have a mini one that I keep in my backpack uh, for, for mobile internet. Interviews, and then also if I accidentally somehow leave my voice memo on during a Broadway show. Oh, yeah. Not that I would ever do it on purpose, but accidentally. No, always accidentally, if it ever happens. And the mic just happens to give me better quality of whatever I might be accidentally recording. Arrest this man. (laughs) You can't prove it. Um, (laughs) But if you want to hear all of our inside information before you can hear it anywhere else, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. The story that we are talking about, of course, is on Tuesday. It was officially announced that the New York City Center's production of Parade will be making its long-anticipated Broadway transfer. The revival will begin performances on February 21st at the Bernard B. Jacobs Theater ahead of an opening night on March 16th. It is currently scheduled to run through the summer till August 6th. I would imagine that there's yeah. room for an extension there. Generally, Probably. when they yeah, when they announce something is closing like a month before Labor Day, they build in that time to say, okay, well, if we do well, it can extend to Labor Day. Um, and then perhaps even further. But I would think a Labor Day closing yeah. is probably more likely than an August closing because I feel like this show is going to do very well with the reviews since it's already been reviewed once. And then conversely, very well at the Tony Awards and then hopefully yeah. at the box office as well. They also was- had a show in the Jacobs before that, you know, people were hoping would last a little bit longer than it did. So they've got a oh. little bit more time. Remind me what was in the Jacobs. I forget off the top of my head. Really? Almost famous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why I completely forgot, (laughs) because I didn't see it. Um, But the show will be coming, and it was confirmed that Ben Platt and Michaela Diamond will be reprising their roles of Leo and Lucille Frank. The additional casting has not been announced at this point, but... The City Center production, which was not technically an Encore's production, um, it was a City Center gala. gala. It had a f- phenomenal cast, including, just to run through some of them, Eddie Cooper, John Dossett, Manuel Falciano, um, Christopher Gurr, Jay Armstrong Johnson, Sean Allen Krill, Douglas Lyons, Aaron Mackey, uh, let's see who else, Howard McGillan, P- uh, Paul Alexander Nolan. We already know that Gatton Matarazzo, who was in the City Center cast, will Busy not be in another involved. revival, yeah. Yes, he is going going to be over at Fleet Street playing uh, Tobias and Sweeney Todd. Interestingly enough, I had also heard for a long time that Michaela Diamond was also going to be heading to Fleet Street. She decided to opt for Parade instead yeah. of playing Joanna in Sweeney Todd, which I think is a very good idea for her because... Smart choice. To me, this is at least a Tony nomination for her. And I think she could yeah. be the one most likely to contend with Vicki Clark for the best actress in a musical. I agree role, with that. Uh, Tony. The one thing I will preface with though, Grace and I were having this conversation after we recorded Monday's episode. Does the Tonys finally pull the trigger because of Jay Harrison G 
and go to genderless categories this year. Um, I would hope so. I mean, it's already so long overdue. And let me tell you, it's not a hard thing to do as someone who's done an award show before. Yeah, yeah, I I don't understand. Obviously, I don't understand why it hasn't happened yet. You would think this would be because Jay Harrison Key deserves a nomination. Yeah, I, I do think that if they do not do this, this is an incredibly stacked category already. I'm going to run through the yeah. musicals and like who these actresses would be. Um, I'm not going to do all of them because some of them aren't really in contention. But Into the Woods, Sarah Bareilles. Then we've got 1776. I don't think anyone is going to get nominated for Best Actress out of that. Almost no, Famous, same not. thing. Kimberly Akimbo, uh, obviously Vicki Clark from that. And Juliet. Lorna Courtney would be a, a dark horse, I guess. Probably not a favorite to make it, get a nomination, but potentially... It's also Lu- just too stacked. Yeah. Yeah. Luna, probably not going to get a nomination for K-pop. No. Um, no, no one from A Beautiful Noise. Um mm-hmm. Adriana Hicks probably not for um uh, for for uh, something like a hot yeah yeah that I don't know about uh dancing Bob Fosse's dancing but then we've got um Bad Cinderella uh, Annalie Ashford for Sweeney Todd obviously maybe somebody from Shucked we've got Philippa Sue from Camelot um the person who has not yet been announced to be the female lead in New York, New York. Like it's, it's a really, really big category. And Michaela diamond is easily in contention to, I I think it's really up to her and Vicki Clark. Maybe Anna Lee is in there because Anna Lee is just so unhinged. I think she could be a really, really special Mrs. Levitt. I was going to say, depending on how that performance is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then of course, Ben Platt already a Tony winner. Like I know that a lot of people have kind of soured on him, but like they released a video of him and Michaela doing a a song in like this big open factory looking setting. And my God, um, this isn't over is just such an incredible song he's Ben's good. great yeah Ben's great like but he's it, usually great and yes. some of the choices that you know have caused people to sour on him weren't necessarily a you're bad it's a you're not supposed to be in this role anymore yeah this role seems perfect for him both acting wise vocally and personality wise i think this is going to be you a hit for it, both right? of them i did and i'm not yeah. a huge parade fan like i i've said this before like i like the last five years, I like some of songs for New World. I like some of this mm-hmm. stuff. I like some of JRB's solo stuff. But on the whole, like, I'm not a huge JRB guy. Like, Bridges, Bridges doesn't do much for me. A lot of the score from Parade doesn't do anything for me. But, like, this production really, really worked. And Michael Arden is the director. So I'm sure it'll be very similar to what they did with director. Into the Woods. Yeah. It'll be kind of that concert production. I don't know if they'll accentuate things uh, into the woods changed a decent amount not necessarily in staging but in performances from the concert to broadway yeah. so it'd be interesting and to they see. don't really have a lot of time if they wanted to do staging anyway it's probably no gonna be no a pretty it, direct transfer other than cast changes and maybe yeah. a little bit more build-up yeah, so I, I think this is a, a big move uh, for the broadway season i do Exciting. not think this will be this will not be the last transfer for the revivals no. this season this this season in revivals is unbelievable <laughs> i don't remember a time i've been so excited about this many revivals this season there's usually one or none that i'm well pumped about and it is it's busy beyond that like there's 
almost usually not even enough to like fill out the category. Yeah. Now there's yeah. going to be great shows that we've had like two competing, two or three. Yeah, like this year between Into the Woods, 1776, um, Sweeney Todd Parade, the Parade. one that has not yet been announced, <laughs> yeah. Bob Fosse's Dancing. Like there's some like really great shows. Camelot, of course, as well. Camelot, so like, yeah. it's this is going to be a stacked category and one that we don't normally see a lot of really great action out of. It's going to be Platt well versus Groban again in the Tonys. Wow. I had not thought about that. There you go. That's a very good point. I, I haven't gone through that one, uh, that category as much as I have for some of for the for the women, but mm-hmm. that, could be fun. Could be fun. <laughs> funnier, funnier, yep. exciting, funnier. Excited to finally see it too, because I yep. did not get to. Yeah. Well, speaking of funny things, another uh, piece of news that we learned yesterday is that the current Broadway revival of Funny Girl will be launching a national tour beginning this fall. It'll have its uh, official first performances at the Performing Arts Center in Providence, Rhode Island, beginning on September 6th. It will hit 30 cities coast to coast in its first year, including Atlanta and Detroit. There has been no casting announced. Right. But, but. But. They are they are specifically using the uh, the key Julie images and stuff with yeah. Julie Benko. Now that might just be because they don't want to put Leah Beanie Michelle. or Leah out yeah. there and make people think that. But they also could have not done any like any cast photos and just you know yeah. well they could have just done key, done key art key rather art. Yeah, than exactly. images. So I'm not saying I can, I know anything. I'm just saying like it is a choice, and very rarely are any of these things chosen randomly matt uh, out here on parole for revealing too much as is is out here I, revealing I, no, look, too much <laughs> I, I have told you if i am asked yeah. not to say anything i don't say anything but if i'm not asked to say anything mm-hmm. and this is actually just conjecture on my part i don't know anything here but i, I thought yeah, it was very I interesting don't know either and i exciting i guess i i have very uh, limited feelings regarding Funny Girl, but the one thing I will say in relation to Julie Benko, who may or may not be going out on the tour, is that Julie Benko has become such a big name because of the show, and I am hoping that many other people have the opportunity to do that in the national tour of it, and have more stars emerge from this show as well. You know, especially on a national yeah. setting, on a touring setting. What is interesting is we have previously heard that Julie Benko has joined the Broadway-bound cast of of the Sussman and Manilow musical mm-hmm. Harmony. We have not heard anything about that. We're going to talk about one of her co-stars from right. Harmony here in a little bit. And these are more featured roles. Uh, Julie Benko's and, uh, to spoiler alert, Sierra Bagas. Those mm-hmm. roles are smaller in the scope of the show than either of them are going to be doing here coming up if Julie does take the tour. But it is interesting. I, I'm always fascinated when people have choices. Like we talked about with Gaten and with Michaela. Like they had choices yeah. between two Broadway shows. And it's always fascinating to see which they go. Is it opportunity? Yeah. Is it show? <laughs> Is it team? Julie very well possibly, again, zero inside information, might have the opportunity to make that decision as well. Does she want to stay sure. in New York and come to Broadway and something else? Or does she want to be the the full-time lead of this show, which she's only gotten an opportunity to do in limited bases? Uh, I saw her in it in the time between Beanie and Leah, and uh, she was right. good. She was very good. I yeah. The show's not good. Um, no. and, and she was, Neither uh, she was very strong. And no one's yes. going to tell me otherwise, regardless no. of Leah michelle's existence yeah so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that but all right moving on something that i think you will probably be very interested in it's something that we have 
long since thought should have happened a long time ago, but we have finally got confirmation of it actually on Monday fairly late. But it has been reported by Variety that Richard Linkletter, the acclaimed auteur director yeah. who is helming the musical version of Merrily We Roll Along, has replaced Blake Jenner in the role of Franklin Shepard. Uh, he has replaced him with Paul Mescal, who is a stage and screen star from the UK. He's actually currently starring in the Almeida Theater's production of A Streetcar Named Desire yes, as indeed. Stanley Kowalski. I do not know that he has a ton of musical theater background. I don't know that he doesn't, but like looking at his CV, like it's a lot of like stage and uh, like stage plays and mm. a lot of, uh, you know, straight musicals, but or straight, uh, straight films. Um, but he is replacing Blake Jenner opposite the aforementioned Ben Platt and Beanie Feldstein. Yeah. They are doing this like Linkletter did with his his film uh, Boyhood, which was filmed over many years. Twelve this years, is, I think, right? Yeah, something like that through the, 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 the entire childhood of its main character. This is being shot like you would with uh, with Marilee in reverse chronology in the show, but actual chronology in the timeline. Um, so they are starting when they're younger and they are going to, in the next 20 years, um, progress until they are older, which is at the start of the film slash musical. They had already shot the intro, the beginning scenes, which is actually at the end of the show with Blake Jenner, but it has yeah. been reported to Variety that Paul Mescal has filmed those scenes. We don't know if they were completely reshot or if they did some sort of pickups or if something else was done. We don't know exactly what that means. I would imagine they just completely reshot them. I would think uh, so. They can't be that far in. Also, they don't look no. terribly dissimilar. And on a third note, I wouldn't based on the accusations that Blake Jenner yeah, had we'll again to. yeah had against him 3 or 4 years ago at this point I can't mm -hmm. imagine that they would want him in the film at all well, especially long term when you don't know what's going to happen <laughs> exactly, in the next few years exactly yeah uh, it's uh, a lot of housekeeping early on thankfully it happened early on and not 20 years mm -hmm. into the shoot yeah so what happened was um Blake Jenner admitted in an Instagram post that he physically and emotionally abused a former partner. He did not specify who that person was. However, his ex-wife, uh, stage and screen star Melissa Benoist, in a since-deleted video on Instagram, has said that she was a survivor of domestic violence. A lot of people have put two and two together. Nothing has ever been confirmed, but I think we all kind of understand what is, you know, reading between the lines yeah. there as much as humanly possible, whether it was Melissa or not. I actually didn't know he admitted to anything either. I had only yeah. known accusations from Melissa. So even more good to know. Yeah. The only thing that he, that Blake has done, um, since at least Melissa's post was the straight to video on demand thriller Paradise City with John Travolta and Bruce Willis. Mm, since yeah. the first accusations came out, he did do Cyrano off Broadway, the musical, and he was fine. Um, that, that, that show wasn't very good, <laughs> no. but, um, uh, but either way, better. he is no longer in it. Uh, I didn't watch it because I thought the, the show was bad, but, wow. um, Paul Mescal starred in Normal People, which you might have seen on Hulu. He was also in The Lost Daughter, which was a great film a couple years ago. Uh, his first big role in, in in theater in the UK was actually in Dublin, where he played Jay Gatsby in The Great Gatsby. He's done a lot of things uh, across the UK. And like I said, is currently playing Stanley in A Streetcar Named Desire. So very exciting nice. there. All right, let's do some real quick show and casting news. I mentioned Sierra Bagas earlier, and we already knew that she was going to be leading the Amundsen Theater 
uh, Center Theater Group production of The Secret Garden, which is being directed by uh, Warren Carlyle. That is coming up, beginning performances on February 19th. We got the rest of the cast. Uh, we already knew that Sadie Brinkman Reynolds would be playing uh, Mary Lennox, but we learned yesterday that Derek Davis will be playing Archibald. We know Aaron Laser will be playing his brother Neville. Julie Lester, most recently seen on Broadway and Into the Woods Hell and in yeah. Disney's High School Musical, the Musical, the Series, will be playing Martha and John Michael Lyles, most recently of A Strange Loop, will be playing Dyke and her brother. Uh, the entire cast is in the show notes. Uh, Ali Ewalt, former Broadway radio guest, is in there mm-hmm. as well. She will be playing um, Rose Lennox as well. So a really great cast. This is obviously planning to come to Broadway. This is something that we've talked about before, even before the passing of Lucy Simon. Like this was a show that has been aiming to come to Broadway for years. There's so been a number of concerts. Yeah. yeah, there's been a number of concert productions that have happened in New York. Uh, Sierra Bacchus has been a part of a lot of them. And because of the pandemic, it has kind of started and stopped multiple times. And the fact that yeah. it is getting a production at CTG in Los Angeles, Warren Carlyle is there to direct and choreograph like, I, I don't, it's a win, not a, a will it. Well, I think it's, this is a tough sell. Like, I think this is one of those, I, I don't know. Like, I think they certainly want it to. I don't know that The Secret Garden is a slam dunk on Broadway. I think sure, I would have said the same but, for Parade, but Parade built up the excitement by great casting and a a very limited run in New York. I don't know if doing this in Los Angeles is the oppor- same thing. Yeah, but I still think they have opportunities where if they felt they needed to do that ahead of a Broadway run, could. they could. Because again, it's been rumored or said to be happening for so many years at this point. I don't feel like time is necessarily the issue other than the relevance of, as you said, Simon's death. Yeah, so we will see. Um, over in London, we got some more news about a revival casting. It was announced that the next stars of the West End production of Cabaret will be BAFTA Award winner Amy Lou Wood as Sally Bowles, Olivier Award nominee John McCrea, and he will play the MC, and Nathan Ives Moiba will play Cliff Bradshaw. That'll begin on February 13th. Amy Lou Wood uh, is probably most known for the British show Sex Education, which I have not watched. John McCrea, he originated the role. Is okay, good to know. Um, he is best known for originating the role of Jamie, and everybody's talking about Jamie. And this is exciting. Um, they are going to be in the show from February 13th through May 27th. I have, like I said, I've never seen Sex Education, but you say it's good. It's uh, excellent. Yeah, I still need to watch the most recent season, so I've only seen the first two, but no notes. Perfect show. Oh, awesome. That's good to hear. Um, some other news. The details for this winter's New York City Broadway Week were announced. It'll be running for an entire month because that's how Broadway Week rolls. Um, January 17th through February 12th. As always, you can score two for one tickets to select Broadway shows with a special code BWAYWK. We will have information on all of the shows that are available in the show notes. Keep in mind that there are limited numbers of tickets for specific shows and specific performances that are applicable for this code. So if you want to do it, jump on it now. It will be followed afterwards, probably in late February with Off-Broadway Week, which has the same deal. But uh, again, you have to make sure that you jump on there. As I'm scrolling through this, Six is in there. Uh, Cursed Child is in there. Kimberly Akimbo is in there. And Juliet is in there. Um, Some Like It Hot. A lot of the shows that will be contending for 
Tony Awards this year are in there. Even oh, pictures yeah. from home and Leopoldstadt uh, plays are in there. That'll be up for best new play. So uh, check that out. And if you want to grab some tickets, we would recommend that. Real quick, I, we are running short on time, so I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but there was an article in the New York Times entitled, A Festival is Uncensored No More After Pulling a Work About Gender. The Frigid Fringe Festival in New York City, which has been running for 16 years, this upcoming season will be at 17th. We will have the complete performance schedule in the show notes. It used to call itself Uncensored. It changed its mind. Yeah. <laughs> there was a show that was flagged by a festival staffer called Poems on Gender. Uh, the blurb from the show's author, David Lee Morgan, said, quote, this is the blurb. There are two sexes, male and female. Further investigation into the show led organizers to conclude that it featured, quote, material we deem to be anti-trans. Um, yeah, I can't imagine from that description how anyone would be able to tell that it's transphobic. But man, I guess I'm glad we got the closer look. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you could say that in the blurb to be uh, you know, explosive and then actually come down on, yeah, to like to do it as a marketing thing. So I get that, but I'm glad that they did their due diligence and and did that. Yeah, they've um, done a good job. Yeah, they've actually handled this really well. Um, they've gone on to say the uh, organizer said, "I support free speech. I think all speech should be legally protected, but not all speech should be platformed." Yes, exactly. That's how Can't this rain. stuff works, and why this is so confusing for so many people. That just because you say it doesn't mean that other people have to give you platforms to say it to wider Correct. audiences. That's Correct. how these things work. But anyway, if you want to read the full story and check out the entire performance schedule, we will have those in the show notes. And finally, something that we talked a lot about as it was happening. Uh, um, we have new rehearsal footage from Pamela Anderson getting ready to make her Broadway debut in Chicago. This is part of <sighs> the new documentary Love Pamela that'll be coming to Netflix on January 31st. If you want to check that out, it is. Uh, I do. Cool. Very much yeah. So. Yeah. It, okay. Well, good. It's in the show notes. Um, Thank you. It, it's the trailer. <laughs> the, the footage is in the trailer for the documentary. Um, so exciting it, it's actually called Bitter. i'm sorry pamela a love story yeah oh, pamela okay. a love story her go. memoir her memoir was love was pamela, love pamela. So, yeah still yeah. have to read it yeah so uh again streaming on january 31st and we were all really supportive of her like we thought this was great and i don't remember grace and i, I literally talked about yesterday's show how bad oh, we are you? that we didn't get to see her yeah. in chicago yeah. and it will haunt me forever well now we get a little bit of piece of it yeah so. i'll take that yeah. All right. That's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at No, this is Ashley. All right. Tuesday night, I'm heading to the Dr. Phillips Center to see Tina, the Tina Turner musical. Bye, ma'am. And uh, I got a busy week. Ashley, I haven't told you this yet. On, sa- on Saturday, You're I'm going to be. coming to New York. I'm not. No, I'm going to be seeing a show near and dear to your heart. I will be in Sarasota to see the Florida Studio Theater's production of. Something rotten. Ah, so, uh, very nice. I know you love that one, so we're really looking love forward it to that. Very, very much. Yes, indeed. Yep. So stay tuned to my thoughts on all of those shows. Have a wonderful hump day, and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>